Good evening, I'm Tom and I'm an Eternal Life student just like all of you and welcome to this channel and welcome to this podcast. Um, joining me again today is the amazing and wonderful Kimberly. Kimberly, would you like to introduce yourself and maybe say a few words to anybody watching this? Sure. Hi, um, Kimberly. I am also an Eternal Life student. Um, welcome. We hope that you enjoy our podcast today. And um, every day is a new opportunity to do something amazing. Ooh, it's Saturday as well. It's... Yes, that helps. Okay. All right. Um, what is today's podcast about? Because you are the organized one. I'm just okay. that guy that just rambles on for however long. <laughs> okay. Well, today the podcast is about connection versus attachment. Okay. And um, I guess um, how you how it affects healing. Okay. Okay. So, but before we begin that, mm-hmm. um, why don't you explain what is an eternal life student? Oh, easy. It's just a fancy okay. word for human. But, okay. but it's more than that, actually. It's 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 anybody it refers to any human being that is on a journey of self-growth, self-discovery. It's like that line that I always use, isn't it? Know yourself, know the universe. Like, yes. Know? So anybody that's, that's on an, an upward of leveling up, as it's this, this phrase that keeps being banded about, it's anybody that's on this, that, that journey. Okay. You know? Great. It's not, it's not even about healing. It's about personal and self-growth because everybody out there, like they're perfect just the way they are, but they, everybody has unlimited potential. They do. You really watching do. this and listening, you have unlimited potential. Yes. Never let anybody tell you otherwise. You know what else is great about it? Everybody is learning. They're learning on their own. They're learning from each other. It's, it's a wonderful thing. And it's something that never stops. You, you keep on learning. Mm-hmm. And each person has something new to offer um, that you think you may know. But later on, you find out, wait a minute, they have a different point of view. I can learn it a different way, which is kind of cool. I, I agree. I do. I do. Okay. Let us, um, why wouldn't you, why don't you share with the, the listeners or viewers something that you've learned this week? Oh, this week. I learned that it is important to own up to your flaws. And if you, um, if you've done something wrong, don't mm-hmm. hide from it, but apologize for it and then do better. That's something I learned this week. Okay. How about yourself? Give an example. I've learned that I can be wrong quite a lot of the time. You know, I, have. I like to hear that. That's but important. I'm, but I'm okay. I'm okay with it because you know it, it helps me gain you know gain knowledge not only of myself but of as the world around me. Like, you know, yes. Kinda, I'm all right. you I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I like this. I like sometimes. I like to think that I do. Yeah. You know, but I don't. Okay, so let's just add one thing to that because I think it's important. It's something I've been thinking about. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody does know everything and everybody mm-hmm. doesn't know everything. What I mean by that is you won't know something until you've learned it. Mm-hmm. Once you've learned it, then you've, you know, you've gotten that knowledge. So technically you do know and you don't know, right? Yes. I just want to explain it a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Give me, give me a second. I, I, okay. I've been thinking because we've been talking about various different things. Do you yep. know what I mean? Amongst yeah. ourselves. And if I go out and focus people, it's because I am only have a limited scope of where I'm in focus to with my camera. Give me two seconds. Sure. I got I got something to show the world. Hang on. Oh nice. Okay. Okay. 
Everyone's probably now making a cup of coffee or they've just... I don't know. Right. See this? Speaking of coffee. Yes. <laughs> do, you see this, do you see this bit of yellow paper? It's a posty mm-hmm. note that, you know, used to belong to some tramp, I think. Uh-huh. Um, no, it's a joke. Uh, <laughs> okay. But you would, you would say that's yellow, right? Yes. I would say that's yellow. Okay. Yes. So you're, you're saying that's factually that this is yellow. We, we both would say it, it's a fact that this is yellow. I would perceive it to be that, but I know better. <laughs> okay. But I was thinking because... All right, but yes, we'll play along. Go ahead. Okay. Yes, it's uh, yellow. Okay. This, this is where and loads of people could, would... Well, most human beings are going to say this is yellow, right? Mm-hmm. But if you understand that human beings only have a, a limited scope, it's, 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 it's wide and varied, but we have a limited scope on the amount of colors that we can actually see. Yes. So this technically might not be yellow. This might actually be blue, but mm-hmm. because of our limited scope or range or frequency of, of color that we perceive, and it's yeah. rightly, rightly you uh, added that, it might not actually be yellow. It might, it might just be like, um, I don't know. It's a false perception. True. Not only that, Colorblind people will see a different color. Exactly. So, so who's, who's not who's to say right? That, yeah. Right. Yeah, you ever see that one thing where it's like a six and a nine, depending on where you're standing? Same idea. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that would <laughs> numbers. Right, well, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I've just, I've just. You know what I was that. trying to say. Yeah, I was just, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking mathematics. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, but it was just something, it, okay? <laughs> I've been meaning to like dive that into a video or yeah. podcast today because I was just trying to think. Mm-hmm. See, perception. See, you could have a hundred people seeing the same thing, but it doesn't make those hun- any one of those hundred people people right. As you said, like colorblind people will see the, right. the yellow bit differently. So exactly. it's not to say they don't have a greater scope of, of uh, being able to see the, the, a larger color range. So they mm-hmm. might actually be correct, but they might be the only the one person out of a hundred. So, you know. Right. So who's right? They both are. And they're both wrong at the same yes. time. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because it's perception. Yeah. They're all seeing it as the yellow. And to them, that, that's, that, that's factual. And to that one person, well, they're seeing it might be as purple. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's true. So yeah. that's where, well, this is going to be a different podcast. But mm-hmm. that's where agreeing to disagree comes in handy. Because mm-hmm. you're not always right. You're not always wrong. Sometimes you're both right, yep. even though you're arguing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting, uh, an interesting phenomenon, yep. I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. Right? I, you say that, see me, I would like debating certain, certain topics. I would like taking the, the opposite view to basically whatever anybody's experiencing and I can come across as a bit of a bit annoying <laughs> in that sense. But it simply is just the way that I learn. I like yeah. to argue the other angle, like, you know, so I don't miss anything myself and to see... It's me arguing the opposite angle, so I'm, yeah, it's, it's complicated. You're kind of learning the opposite view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, I respect that. That's good. That's, you're training yourself, actually, to, to be able to see it in both ways. Yeah, but, but my explanation for, for, for partly why I do it is just if somebody tells you something, it's like you could take it on face value, but, you know, everybody will have a different perception, as we've just shown, yeah. a bit of, you know, and a different yeah. view, and, and they could be equally wrong as, as I'm equally wrong, so I will argue right. the exactly the opposite to try and mm. see if the other person a actually knows what they're talking about and mm-hmm. b their actual point of view or or aforementioned stated fact is actually factual you know what else here's another thing to add into it i find this interesting this topic is good i'm gonna go with this one um whether someone's thinking logically or emotionally 
on the topic changes mm-hmm. the whole thing too. Because yes. someone could just immediately be like, I'm right. They don't even care what the topic is. They're going to mm. fight you tooth and nail to prove they're right. Yeah. Well, if someone's thinking logically, they're saying, well, I have documentation. I have mm-hmm. video. I have this. I have that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it adds to it. It's mm-hmm. it's it just the perception part of it. Would you agree? Oh, I, I agree. And, yeah. and I, I would suggest if you're viewing something, um, I don't know, basically based on just emotions, you're going to miss out the logical argument that the other mm-hmm. person might be making. And you flip that over, if that person has only seen it from a logical perspective, um, then they're going to miss out the, the maybe the, the emotional side of it. It's funny you should mention, because I was having a, a discussion with somebody on a post the other day, and they were, they were putting the, the logical argument, and I was trying to, I was responding from an emotional point of view because it actually meant something to me. But yes. Both, both right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Both that, right, that both wrong. Is, yeah. I mean, right. This, yeah. But it's interesting to see how each dynamic affected the response. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So now I'm going to flip it to a different, I will flip to the topic. At okay. Hand. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Bear with me. Okay. Okay. So, I want to discuss the difference between connection and attachment. Okay. Okay. But before I do that, I mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about um, how people respond to trauma. Okay. And the differences and how that actually ties into the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. So before I go into my spiel, yep. can you please remind people what is trauma? Trauma is something that happens to, to us, whether emotionally, physically, or mentally that, um, ourselves cannot understand and so we we get stuck in some kind of endless loop trying to figure it out and looking for answers because you know okay. it can be can be more prevalent the younger we are the less we are to understand certain things and but us as adults we kind of understand that the world's not always going to be a safe place we can process trauma more more easily yeah. okay and it, what's the different types of trauma emotional which is mm-hmm. basically i don't know broken heart that's mm-hmm. um mentally it could be uh something that doesn't make logical sense mm-hmm. um what was the other one that i mentioned physical physical everybody's had a you know probably bruised themselves or walked into a lamppost which i do quite <laughs> a lot so, um yeah okay good mm-hmm. all right so um is trauma something you can heal from yes yeah okay you know i mean as as do you know I mean as you, somebody can heal from a broken leg and it always grows back stronger people forget yes. that that's actually the same with with uh, emotional and mental trauma like if, if you allow yourself to heal and trust yourself enough to do it and, and face whatever it is that, um, that's caused the trauma you will actually grow back stronger and more resilient and, and, and more amazing to be to be fair it's a bit of a you know it's not easy at the time it is it's, it's frustrating because that's what's healing from emotional or, men- or mental trauma is quite, can be just quite as simple as just facing, facing yourself or acceptance. Yes. You know yes. I mean? But as easy as it is, before you get to that point, it can be the most terrifying place. But to anybody out there, it's so much better, lighter the other side. Like, you know. Yes. So, okay. Beautiful description. Thank you very much. So what I wanted to do was to talk about, um, okay, so we're going to talk about when someone has faced trauma, Mm -hmm. a lot of times there are two different reactions. Mm -hmm. Just we've been talking, everything's kind of in twos, right? We've been talking a lot about that. So for example, when I'm upset, Mm 
-hmm. something affects me. I like to be by myself. I don't want to be around people. Mm -hmm. I do that because I need to distress. I need to, you know, keep my energy good. I don't want to react out to people. Um, That's just my personal way of handling it. I, you know, I could talk to myself. I can figure it all out. Mm -hmm. Other people need to be around people. They need attention. They need to feel that comfort. They need to feel that support. Mm -hmm. Right. So you have two different ways it goes. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I told myself what I do. What do you do? Are you a, you need people around or do you like to be by yourself? I, I actually like to be by myself. I, really? I, I would have yeah. guessed the other. Huh. Well, Interesting. But, um, okay. I do. I, I quite often just walk down to the, the bay or the sea and just chill out and you know, process the stuff in my, my brain that I need to process. Okay. Or, um, so, okay. Again, But on, but on the flip side, I've, I've been lucky, been in an working in an environment when I can, I can be as emotional as I want and not really have to worry. So I kind of, uh, I don't know. I'm allowed to express myself in work. I'm quite fortunate in my I think that's another part of it. Um, I like to be alone because I don't know how to express myself mm-hmm. and I'm afraid I'm going to say something wrong. Mm-hmm. So at least if I stay away, I protect yeah. people, you mm-hmm. know, um, because I've been in the other thing and everyone's, oh, are you there? Okay, so um, when I'm, you know, when I'm upset, I only I like had to... a few technical difficulties. <laughs> There's all, it's always fun, right? Always le- we're learning. Yeah. That's what us that's what we do as eternal life students, right? Always learning. Yes. Apparently life. <laughs> life, definitely. Okay. Okay, so we were talking about um, you know, which do, you were talking about going down to the bay when you're upset, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what else do you do when you walk around? Um, you like to not, be by yourself and think and, and that type of thing, right? Talk to random strangers as well, seems to <laughs> Yes, yes, you do. You, you mentioned that some people like to talk to others in attention, like when they've been through trauma. Yes. Um, see, there's, there's two angles. You've got to look at this, right? One, people are like, you know, because they have close friends and they will talk through things if they feel comfortable enough with somebody. Yes. And that's a positive way of using other people. But mm-hmm. others, when they go through trauma, will go through anything they can to either stop feeling the trauma or talking about it so they will just go from person to person to person to person to person to person yes that's where attachment comes in yeah just avoidance right they're looking for avoidance plus Mm -hmm. they don't want to face it so they are trying to feel better any way they can Mm -hmm. right so for attachment, a lot of people, they, um, they're looking for something to make them feel better. Some, or they're looking for a person to look up to, Mm -hmm. right. That's going to save them. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden when it doesn't work out, they don't understand why. Yes. The term for that, they will, they will go through a few phases. They will start with the ideal idealization pro like face just like mm-hmm. oh this person's amazing and they put them like basically on a pedestal it's like this person's going to fix me and make, yeah. makes me feel great and you know stops me having to deal with myself or face myself yeah what I mean so watch you'll always spot this person because when they first start messaging you it's just you know they'll probably be yeah. telling you that they love them they love you within about two minutes yes be careful people like that <laughs> just kind of block and delete it's true true. no it's true because they're they're not looking at you as a person you're there to help fix their pain yes and the second do you they realize do you mean that you can't or you know you show a little bit of indifference towards them then comes the the depersonalization stage and they will go from seeing you putting on a pedestal to seeing you as um 
you know, the devil. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, Why didn't you fix me? You know? Yeah. Well, so, and, and you know what? If you really think about it, this this applies to anything in life. It's not just about, you know, uh, someone that you care about. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be any anybody that they've decided that that's the one they're going to attach themselves to. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why it's very important. And I think, honestly, this personal opinion, that's why the divorce rate is so high, because everyone's yeah. has hasn't been getting that connection. Mm-hmm. They're just getting that fulfillment of yeah. that need. Mm-hmm. Um, technically, not even a need. It's more of a want. They want to feel better. Mm-hmm. They don't need the person because they shouldn't need a person. They should be OK on their on their own. Mm-hmm. Right. Very, so. Very true. Right. So and I think that's where sometimes people get confused. They're like, well, wait a minute. Attachment is um, a good thing. You know, it's the same thing as connection, but it's not. It's it's one sided. Mm. And that's where you that's where, you know, I always say twos comes um, for everything Mm. where in order for the other side uh, to be able to participate and work, there has to be that connection. They have to have that same feeling, that same, um, idea of what they're doing. But a lot of times if one person is healed and one person isn't healed, that person who is healed is going to use all that time to try to fix them. And that is going to cause them to then go backwards and right. And it will cause a lot of issues. (laughs) Right. Um, Go ahead and talk. You look like you wanted to say something. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, how how deeply can I identify with that? Yes. Yeah. I I will say within a certain relationship that I was once in that the other person was in need of fixing. Yeah. And and me. Probably like lost a lot. Well, basically lost myself trying to fix this person. It was just a pointless task. Yes. Because. it's down to them to fix themselves. Like, but, but you All really right. do. You really do lose like the, the sense of who you are because it's just like every single single day. It's like oh, it's like basically looking after a needy child to be fair. Right. Like, you know? Well, and I think the other so. part is you you can look at them and you you see their potential. You know yeah. what they can do, mm. but it, you can't be them. No. Only they can and only they can choose yes. to, to heal themselves. And I think mm. a lot of people get lost in that. Yes. Um, they're, they're too busy trying to help because yeah. they care. But <laughs> it's one sided in that way. Yeah. Yeah. He is. It's my only little bit of relationship advice I'd ever give anybody. It's like never try and love somebody that doesn't love themselves. Because yes. it's an impossible task. And two, never try and help somebody or fix somebody. One, because it's their... Um, own response, personal responsibility, and to oh, what was the point? Where was I going with this? Um, because if you do, they're like that overly needy person, like you know, um, then they will expect you to be look basically looking after them for the rest of their lives, you know. Yes. And they won't. They won't. It's not them learning to 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 adult. You you're know? you're actually teaching them to attach. Yeah. Not connect. Mm. The opposite. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not two people working on it. It's one person trying to fix the other one yeah. and the other one is receiving it. Mm-hmm. So it's one sided. Yeah. And, you know, you may get some things out of it, mm-hmm. but you're not getting the important thing. And that's yeah. the person. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And I, I just see that type of relationship like as well. They, they will become that dependent on your attention. Like, you know, one, it will cause a mass anxiety when you're not there. Mm-hmm. And two, they will actually create 
like let's just say everything's great everything's calm and peaceful they will actually create situations and scenarios that will will I use the term act out, you know, in the same way a child does if they can't communicate how they, an emotion or feeling or something that they, they, they you know, they, they will act out. They will, I don't know, smash something up or, or just, yeah. I don't know, get caught shoplifting. You know? Right. They Not really, only that, mm, think of it this way something too. Something to be mindful of. You're, you are going, you yourself will start to um, lose your own emotion by trying yeah. to fix theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're, um, you know, they're borrowing everything from you. So you start to get drained. Right. Um, and that's where it gets interesting because now you then become the one who's attached, not connected. It, yeah. it, you, they turn the tables on you and mm-hmm. you've, you've now copied their behavior. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So but I was, I was in, in, in reference to this aforementioned relationship, I think I realized and I saw them for the for the the person that they were right mm-hmm. and I kind of I think the final I don't know maybe possibly year of the relationship I just you know began distancing myself more and more from mm-hmm. them it was just like I realized they were not I, I don't like we would would toxic I was just like realizing that they just couldn't adult so just like it wasn't it wasn't healthy for me as a person right and it wasn't a healthy relationship so I just you know I would just distance myself like you know I would go to work come back and do other things and I would basically do anything other than spend time with them because I just I got sick fed up with um you know having to how you felt right yeah because yeah. okay, an so- adult an adult within a relationship shouldn't not be that needy it's they have a personal responsibility to maybe deal and fix or or heal or recover themselves before they actually get into a relationship okay so i'll talk about this okay so Mm -hmm. let's discuss the um disconnect process Mm -hmm. and then after that we're going to talk about connection okay Okay? how to reconnect it sound good Mm -hmm. okay so i like the way you describe it i'm going to make you be the one to tell them but tell them the difference of what happens you know what does trauma cause the heart and the brain to do Oh, I mentioned this in so many things. I know. That's how I'm going to let you talk about it. Okay. Basically, in, in order for us to function as, as adults, and I emphasize the word adults, right? Do you know what I mean? Or as humans, there's got to be uh, the connection between the heart and the heart, well, emotions, which is represented by the heart, and the logic, which is the head. They, they cancel each other out, and they, nine, I'm going to say nine, most of the time, help us to make the right decisions or not to overreact to situations. Like it gives us a sense of self. Yes. But if you go through trauma, especially at a young age, you kind of, this, 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 they don't work in tandem. One will work solely on its own and the other will work solely on its own. And there's not, not the other to cancel out and to, to come to a, 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 a gray conclusion. I use that term because if you have that disconnect, you see, only see the world as black and white. It's like something's all good or all bad. You can't see the complexities that's life and humanity. Yeah. Human beings, us as human beings are complex, even though we shouldn't be because life's pretty simple. Yes. So. Oh, and another thing I wanted to add mm-hmm. that, um, all right. So we said attachment, beware mm-hmm. of attachment. It's a yeah. one-sided thing. Mm-hmm. It's more to make them feel good or yeah. a distraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that they don't care. They just don't know how. No. Right. But um, you, you will always you always spot these people as well, because they will just like as soon as one relationship ends, don't mean they will. They will yeah. Nobody falls in love faster than yeah. a person like that, you know, because they, they can't deal with with facing themselves like, you know. Right. Oh, I lost you. Where'd you go? Reverend Technical did fix difficulties again. 
There you are. <laughs> so I love it. We're having such this is life. Okay. Welcome yeah. to life. Because <laughs> yeah. my because my camera as good as it is, like it only records in 30 minute segments and then it resets. Okay, so here's another thing. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that a person who is not healed mm -hmm. can't love? Now, I, uh, it's a two-part question. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, you'll be healing for the rest of your life. Okay. So I say there's different levels to it, mm -hmm. depending on how much you've worked on it. Yep. What is your opinion? Okay. Um... Can a person that's been through trauma love? Um, not, if, not if they haven't reconnected with themselves. And okay. two, here's something to, to actually think about. It's like, how can somebody love if they were never shown what love was, especially mm -hmm. growing up? You know, Because we, we, we base a lot of how we see the world on how our mum and dad or our parents, you know what I mean, bring us up. It's very important. Yes. So, All right, so I would almost can, say that... can can they love? I I I give myself an example. I was I was um, uh, adopted. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I kind of like um, I don't know. I had interesting adoptive parents. Do you know what I mean? I, I think a lot lot of my life I didn't really understand the, the concept of what love was. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? But going through life and and actually healing and recovering and getting reconnecting with myself and understanding the world and talking to others so just you know you come to the conclusion that love is basically um putting the needs of others somebody else above your own that's you know or un loving unconditionally like you know because yeah. be loving somebody solely for your own benefit that's not love exactly you know, just that's, just, that's just think mother, just think parent and child that's 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 love in it because they will they will move mountains for that child don't they exactly that's that's proper parenting very good description i like that okay so basically First, you have to be able to heal and connect back together mm -hmm. and then be able to face yourself Yep. at minimum, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. it's a lifetime, I think it's a lifetime journey. You'll always yep. be facing yourself for different mm -hmm. things because mm -hmm. you don't know what you don't know until it triggers yeah. you. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, all but right. It's, so it's, 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 such, it's such an easy thing, but because of, I think this depends on whatever the traumatic experience uh, was for the individual can can define how difficult it is actually actually is to to face oneself like because some people yes. out there have been through some horrific stuff and I can understand why it's so difficult that yeah. they will do anything on this earth to to avoid that or avoid dealing with with the aforementioned trauma I'm not going to mention you know, yeah various I don't want to trigger anybody no 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 but, okay so I'm going to take it a little step further um, and again, I'm going to give you examples between parents, mm. um, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, mm. all that type of stuff. Mm. So for connection, mm. right? In order for connection to be able to work, both, both people have to have their, their heart and their mind working together, right? Yep. They have to be mm. able to heal. They have to work mm. on healing. Mm. They have to know who they are. Mm -hmm. They can't, they can't use other people, mm. um, to figure out who they are. Mm. They have to learn. Yep. you know, by, by facing themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. But at that same token, um, you, you know who you are, but sometimes you need to be reminded. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And you can't do that to yourself because you, you don't know. And you're biased because mm -hmm. it's yourself. <laughs> right. So for example, I like to talk to people mm -hmm. because I like to learn, you know, 
all the different stories and sometimes yeah. they can challenge me and they make me think about myself mm-hmm. and maybe I realize I overreacted about something mm-hmm. and I realize that's something that I should probably focus on to heal mm-hmm. more because I haven't handled it the right way. That's, that that's a very way. mature way to, to look at life. Yeah. yeah thank you. I try. Mm-hmm. But at the same token, um, it's, it's a two party, you know, two party thing. And each person has to be willing to um, do their part. I guess a lot of people say 50, 50, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes you'll know someone's having a bad day and, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's the difference with connection. Mm-hmm. You both are aware that you have your own things mm-hmm. that you're dealing with mm-hmm. versus the other one is saying, Hey, you need to fix me and help me because I have a problem. Would you think that's actually a good sign of a healthy relationship is where if one party's having a, a bad day and the other person will, will without even thinking about it, they will just know and they will just go and comfort that other person, knowing full well if the situation was reversed, the other person would do exactly the same thing. If it's kind of forced, you've got to force yourself to try and comfort somebody, that's a sure sign way of, uh, you know. Yeah. It lets you know that you yourself have issues like, you know, exactly. If someone, if one person is doing everything, mm. then that, so something's, something's wrong, mm. uh, you know, and that, um, you know, it's, it's not as, there's not a connection. There's a piece mm. missing. Mm. And that's where if both people could say, Hey, you know what? I'm having a problem. Communication is important. Mm. Say, Hey, listen, I'm doing everything. Yep. Um, what's going on? <laughs> if the other one's like, well, you know, I'm just not feeling it today or the next day or the next day, you yep. know, that's, that's where the other person's going to say, Hey, wait, you know what? Now you're, you're feeling used. Mm. It's yep. not that you're doing it because you want to, mm. you're doing it because you're being forced to. And mm. that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, um, the, um, the, the relationship I, I have mentioned prior, like it's just, yeah, it's, it's fine. I think in a relationship, Always, you know, I mean, you, you want the best for the person you love, right? And yeah. You don't like to see them upset and you will, you will come with them, as I was just talking about. But, but then you get them, them people that need the, and we even refer to somebody we were talking about, they need that attention. Yep. So they, will, they will constantly, it's just like daily, it'll be five times a day, there'll be some major crisis. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I think partly, do you know why they do it? It's to test. Do you know what I mean? They obviously yeah. have abandonment issues or attachment issues. Yes. They just need to constantly check whether that person still cares or loves them. But they actually, like, within their behavior, actually pushes the other person away. And they, mm-hmm. it's sad that yeah. a lot of the times they do, they can't see it. It's actually themselves that's the problem. You know? Yes. So, yeah, it's true. I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to stigmatize people that have been through trauma. I, I you know, it, it's, it's, it's just frustrating. It's you just want to go, you know, you just need to sit and heal yourself and, and face who you are and, 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 love all the, per- the the things that make you up as a person and, yes. and reconnect and once that happens you know it's just they, they those all those issues just disappear you know? okay so we talked about relationships mm-hmm. now we're gonna flip it and we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about friends okay right mm-hmm. and everybody um could probably relate to this mm-hmm. some friends are the best friends and they will be there for you and they will do anything yep. mm-hmm. and you can talk about mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. Other friends, you know, you can't rely on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Am I right? Mm-hmm. We all have those type of friends yeah. and that um, there's always something wrong and they're always <laughs> calling because they need help yeah. and that type of thing. Yeah. Right. It's the same scenario, whether mm-hmm. it's a relationship, whether it's a mm-hmm. friendship. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even go as far as saying family members. It, yep. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it affects everybody. It doesn't matter what category you fall into. Mm-hmm. What, what advice, how would you, 
advise somebody to deal with people like that? Well, that's the piece. It depends on how far you are along in your own healing journey, mm-hmm. right? Um, we always say, can you, can you heal someone? And no. the answer is no, right? Mm-hmm. So um, you have to be mindful mm-hmm. because you know that they, they have something that's bothering them. Mm-hmm. And you can try to communicate to them. Uh, to see if they themselves are even aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's it's their choice. It's ultimately no matter what, it's their choice, mm-hmm. um, whether they want to try to heal. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they don't choose that. Mm-hmm. And then it's your personal choice mm-hmm. if it's too toxic for mm-hmm. you to be around. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have to decide, you know what, this person is not going to get better. And now I'm being affected mm-hmm. in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Right? I, yeah. Um, do you know what I would advocate? I would say if you've got that person that's overly needy and they're like, uh, I'd emphasize word, and they're an adult, mm-hmm. I would basically see, I advocate honestly, and I would just tell them, right. you know, you have a problem. And generally, they, because they won't want to face who they are, they'll, you know, argue remove themselves from your life yeah or two if they're constantly they're still needing they're still getting them texts all oh, this crisis has happened you just need to block and delete them yeah. and that might seem quite inhumane and 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 and, and quite a unkind thing to do but in the long run it's going to make them think well maybe you know it's going to help them maybe reach something they call rock bottom or whatever and it will probably make them realize you know, I've got problems. I need to sort myself out, you know, and that's sometimes the kindest thing you can do to somebody instead of enabling their, their self-destructive or um, antisocial behaviors. Yeah. Okay. So for example, a lot of times when uh, people are trying to get help, you know, Mm. they hit rock bottom. Mm. One of, one of the steps that they Mm. do is they have you go back and apologize. Mm -hmm. True. To the people that you may have hurt. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because you um, you weren't in the right space yep. at that time mm-hmm. to know what you were doing, yep. and I think that's that's very important. You have you have to own it. Okay, I, I'm going to add. I, I was part of a fellowship, and this is actually part of that that fellowship's twelve step program. Yep. And that terminology, you can probably guess what it was. I don't mind saying, but I'm not going to mention the actual mm-hmm. name of it because you know, it's contractual. Um, but you go, you, you, you go through that, it's like, be careful when you do this, because some people can go and do that, and they want to go and say sorry to everybody they think, but they do it um, for selfish reasons, you know, because yeah, they want okay. to make themselves feel good, they yeah. want to be absolved of all the wrongdoing that they've done, right? Yes. I would always leave that apologizing to people to the very last minute because you will know when you genuinely feel sorry and you can connect on how much you might have hurt that person, you know. And when you do it from some honesty from the heart, not only will the other person like recognize it, so will you. You know, yes. I mean, it will give you a greater degree of peace than going, I'm sorry I shouted at you five years ago. Like, you know, it's kind yeah. of because you're doing that to try and it's, it's not for their benefit and that's not a proper apology, you know. Right. Yeah. To add to that is um, people, when you apologize, they're tired of hearing words, mm. right? They yeah. want to see it. They want to, mm. they want to see the changed mm. behavior. Yeah. yeah. But, but some, sometimes like just giving them an honest apology and then just, just letting them, letting them be, you know, in the sense yeah. of, you know, you, you might have wrecked um, that friendship or relationship, just, just, just let them go, but with love, you know, yes. peace. 
So maybe that's, that's the, the best thing, thing like uh, parties, you know? don't have expectations. Mm. You're not doing it for the, mm. the reward. You're not yep. doing it. You know, you're going there specifically <laughs> for that purpose. You're not there. Don't expect them to say, oh, I forgive you and, and give you a big hug. Mm. People have to deal with their own pain that they may have been but, through. But that, that, that's, that's, that's when you know it's, 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 it's a genuine apology to them. Then you can say, and you just, when you don't expect anything, it's just, listen, I'm sorry I've hurt you in the past. Like, you know, um, please go in peace, you know? Yes. It's completely down to them and, and rightly so on whether or not they forgive you back. It's a, that's, you know, yeah. and ex- understand and accept that. Not everybody will, will be like, well, you know, I accept the apology. And that's okay. That's their choice. And, and they have every right to that as human yes. beings. Definitely. Okay. So we talked about attachment mm-hmm. and connection, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so basically to reiterate, Mm-hmm. Um, attachment is more for distraction, mm-hmm. right? Or to feel good, mm-hmm. but it's one-sided yep. and it's, it's something that they are normally doing because they're not healed and they're just trying to feel better in mm-hmm. any way possible. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And it's usually one, one person, right? Where mm-hmm. connection, it takes two people, but both are individuals. They're not relying on the other person. They are enjoying the other person in their life versus using that mm-hmm. right does that summarize it pretty good that is that is amazing and there's some, something you actually taught me this week and i'm, I'm very honored to, to you know ah. have you in in my life you know because thank you. you know as much as i know there's there's a lot that i don't well there's there's billions and billions of stuff that i don't know and it's also yes. changed my perspective on on some of my own beliefs so you know That's it's, good. it's helped me grow as a person so for that thank you you're welcome uh, Well, that is the podcast for today. I hope that you've enjoyed it and learned something new. Mm -hmm. Um, Excuse our technical difficulties. (laughs) You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. We are but human. Yes, definitely. Okay. uh, I would just don't like, don't forget everybody out there. You're all fellow eternal life students too. This is as much your channel as it is ours. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Peace be with you.